we're born to believe that it all revolves around us and everything about us is about us. And, you know, now we have social media out there. Everybody can sit up and snap a face. Let me get me, let me get my selfie going, you know, get me a selfie here, a selfie there, you know, and then you post it on social media and then you got a hundred million likes and now you're a social media star. Now you're on Good Morning America. Now you're on television. You, know, you got all these things. Now you got all these choices, right? You know, And that's what they call alternatives. See, you, you're making an alternative now because alternative is offering or expression expressing a choice of several alternative plans different from the usual or conventional <laughs> so now that you done figured out that you know now you could be more humanistic than spiritual now you can go out there and take your selfies and get as many likes and you could be become as god with so many people liking you and so many people on your on your channel and so many people just just adorning what you wear what you eat and they're becoming one of those uh, what they call them bay people uh bay, uh, beyonce people you know uh, beyonce people and all those people that's that's running behind her and doing you know just just everything eat drink and sleep her beyonce which is good and that's their choice again but What's the alternative for them? Do they have an alternative? Are they seeking God? Are they are they trying to understand that God's will be done in their lives? Are they doing that? Well, that's what we're talking about. What's your choice? You know, are you making this choice to put man or woman before God? Are you making a choice to serve and worship? other gods, which doesn't necessarily have to be an idol nowadays. <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be like this, 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 uh, this bottle of water. It doesn't have to be the bottle of water and you sit there 24 hours a day and worship it and you tell it, oh, mighty water, I love you. No, we're talking about you take spending so much time in one activity and one thing to the point where that one activity and that one thing takes up and consumes all of your time. That's what God does not want. God does not want us to be in a place where we just eat, drink, and sleep and consume our lives and not concentrate on him. Make the choice to, to select him make the choice to be a, a, a vessel for him. We were created, believe it or not, um, people, we were be created to worship God. We were created to give him honor, glory, and, uh, and praise. That's not the thing that we're supposed to be doing on this earth. We're supposed to go through life. We're supposed to take care of ourselves. We're supposed to uh, feed our families. We're supposed to work. We're supposed to have loving lives. We're supposed to have prosperity. We're supposed to do all those things on this life. We're supposed to have a good life. But at the end of the day, like I hear some people say, at the end of the day, you should make the choice to serve God. And that's what Joshua did. I'm going back to Joshua, see. And see, because Joshua had had his conversation with them and he had to talk to them and he had to tell them, look, 
<laughs> y'all out of order. Y'all need to get yourselves together. Something is going wrong. Now, I encourage you all to read the book of Joshua and you, when you get a chance. And you really see some of the things that the children of Israel were willing to do after knowing that the God that created them, the God that delivered them from Egypt, the God that delivered them out of the wilderness and from bondage, that they were still willing to do. And so Joshua had to tell them, you know, they all crowded around her and they was getting ready to get mad at Joshua like they used to get mad at, at Moses. And, and Joshua was like, hold up, hold up. This ain't that type of party this time. You know, he said, now, if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. See, Joshua had to get it right because, like I said earlier, the children of Israel began to worship idol gods and they began to do detestable things in God's eyesight. And they began to really forget the commands of, of God. And they began to get upset with Joshua and they began to have this conversation with him. And, and Joshua had to let him know, hey, wait a minute, hold up, slow down. You know, <laughs> y'all can do what y'all want to do, but y'all have to make a choice. Because, you know, if you want to forget God, the God that saved y'all and could have left y'all in there to, to die in the wilderness. If y'all want to do that, go that, go do that. But make a choice. So you can't, you can't be on a fence. And that's what Joshua was saying. He was saying, if you want to you know, serve the gods of the Amorites, go ahead. You do that. He said, but as for me and my house we will serve the Lord. And see, we have to have that determined, we have to have that uh, definition. And we have to have that, you know, uh, that 100% all in mentality about serving the Lord. Because believe it or not, we're in the land of the Amorites right now. <laughs> there are some Amorites everywhere. And there are, some, there are some idols and there are some other gods everywhere, you know. And how can we say that we are believers in God when we are doing witchcraft? How can we say that we love the Lord when we're working with tarot cards? How can we say we, we serve God when we're looking at our horoscopes every day and trying to get an understanding of what the, the horoscopes say today? All those things are serving the Amorite gods. And all those things are serving things that, that God doesn't want you to even be associated with. See, he says that he would never leave us or forsake us. That, that's what he meant. That means he's there. He will be there. And he will always be there in our lives. But we have to make that choice. That's the free will, voluntary choice or decision. That's choice. That's the act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities. And that's, that's what it is for us. We have to make that choice in our hearts. And I found it interesting when I was reading the, the book of Ecclesiastic, the way Solomon was writing about wisdom. And I enjoyed uh, Ecclesiastic, you know, and I enjoyed the, the wisdom 
that he had expressed and, and talked to us about. And he said uh, in the seventh chapter, the 27th and 29th verse, he says, here's what I found, <laughs> says the preacher, adding one thing to the other to find out the reasons which my soul still seeks but cannot find. One man among a thousand I have found, but a woman among these I have not found. Truly, this only I have found, that God made man upright, but they have sought out many schemes. Now, I began to think about that, and I prayed about it, and I said, Lord, what does this mean with making a choice? What does this mean with the choice? Well, see, and God started to show me and reveal to me that, you know, the man, us, we walk right and we do uh, do the right things daily. And God has given us grace and mercy, you know, and God told us that he would provide for us. And God told us that if you believe in his son, and believe that his son died for our sins, that we would be, see, be saved. See, that was the simplicity of <laughs> John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, whosoever believe it shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the choice. That's the choice. Believe it or not, that's the choice. Whosoever believe he shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the choice for us today as, as believers in Christ. Now, he said God made man upright, meaning we had, we had his love and we had his guidance. But, but he also said, but they sought out many schemes, meaning that wasn't good enough for man. It wasn't, it wasn't good enough for man. Just like back then for uh, man, Men always try to find a way to get over. They always try to find an alternative. That's a, that's a, that what schemes are. If you look up uh, other definitions or other wordings in the Bibles or different uh, facets of the Bible, you see schemes is, is translated to alternative. And what we try to find so many alternatives. And the alternative, again, what we did, um, Defined it as offering or expressions a choice of several alternative plans. See, when we when we become believers in Christ, and and we are believers in Jesus, there is no alternative plan, you know. And I'm going to go down this. I'm going to go down this path, and I want you all to kind of walk with me through this path because I'm going to step on and some ruffle some shoulders and toes, but. Um, I'm doing it in love because I believe God is leading us this way as far as our choices and 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 to understand what ecclesiastic the wisdom now the wisdom scripture says it said but they have sought out many schemes. See, God gave a mandate to to serve Him and only Him. God told us to serve Him and worship Him and only Him. Right? God said He we have no other gods before Him. Right? Right. And he also passed down through the generations and generations and generations. He sent his son, Jesus, to die for our sins. OK, in that uh, in that in, in that atonement, God, you know, 
He said, just believe with me and you shall not perish and you shall um, live forever, right? That's being the believing God. So John 3.16 says, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So let's go with that. He said, whosoever believeth in him. Now see, it's all about belief with with us as as believers, as believers in Jesus now. It's all about living and believing that Jesus is the son of God and Jesus died for our sins. We have to believe that as Christians. Back then, um, the children of Israel, they had to, to trust God for their lives, that God had a plan. Now we have to trust God that God has a plan for us and believe that Jesus died for our sins. It's not the choice to believe that Jesus died for our sins. It's the and belief. So it's not the choice, it's the and. So when we begin to deviate from that, and I'm going to say deviate in a very slight way, meaning when we start saying it takes more than just your belief <laughs> the, the, that you could be saved. It takes more than your belief that Jesus died for your sins and he rose uh, on the third day. It, 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 it takes more than a belief that Jesus is the son of God. Then we have to be careful that we don't come up with what um, um, Solomon said, the many schemes. Because out there, down through the centuries and down through uh, the the the, the annals of a biblical and a Christian and, and faith, you know, we have incorporated some things, some things like, okay, well, first you got to be baptized. Then you got to be baptized in Jesus name. Then you got to be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Then after that, you have to join a church. Then after you join a church, you have to work in the auxiliary. Then if God calls you, you have to work in that church for 10 to 15 years before the pastor can see that you have good fruit. Then after you work in that church for 10 years and seeing the pastor that got good fruits, then, okay, now you can, you can be effective in ministry, right? And uh, after all of that is said and done, now you have to go out and you got to evangelize and you have to proselytize other people and let them know, hey, <laughs> the only way that you can be saved is, you know, you got to speak in tongues. <laughs> if you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved. <laughs> or here's another one, you know, uh, you have to come to our church because our church is deliverance ministry or our church is a, a, a denominational church or a non-denominational church or this is what we do on Sundays. This is how we dress. This is how we, you know, you see the schemes that's coming up now. There's always these alternatives to the simple thing. Believe that God is the creator. Jesus died for our sins and we'll be saved. It's just that simple. It's, it's no if and buts. It's no rigmarole and all that stuff. You know, there's no evidence of this and that and the other. It's just to believe. And that's one of the things that I love about Paul. Paul, you know, told all of the Galatians and, and, and the Corinthians. And he told the, 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 the churches that he was establishing back then to just believe but so I ask you tonight, what is your choice? What are your choices that you're making right now? Are you actively 
Are you sincerely submitting your life to Christ? Are you sincerely getting into the Bible and reading the scriptures and, and letting it really soak deep down within you? Are you allowing Holy Spirit to lead and guide you? Are you allowing the scriptures to, to pull and tug on your heart and your mind to transform and renew it so that the same mind that, that, that Christ had, that you would begin to develop that mindset, which was to love, love your neighbor as yourself. He said that was the, the, that was the, 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 the laws and everything hang on that. So even though all those laws that God made, Jesus said, love, if you love everybody, all those other things, negative things and the negative choices wouldn't even come into your mind. 